Hey, 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 welcome to the Lisbon Podcast. And once again, I am your host, Tyrone. I'm here, Lisbon Podcast. Y'all see it. And uh, the co host is here. Well, the co host cousin is still here. I already got something in the glass. And he's here. Say hello. Say hello. Yeah, he's here. And uh, let's get started. So the other day, I was on TikTok. And they were talking about the wrestling again, wrestle talk community. And they were talking about the greatest tag team in wrestling. And I tried to join in, I tried to make some videos, and then I thought about it like it's too many. It's too much to do a fucking TikTok. So here I am now. I'm doing another goat list, greatest of all time. Goat list, wrestling goat list, greatest of all time. And I'm doing tag team. So that's right. Today's episode is called the greatest of all time tag team edition. All right. So let's get started. First, I'm going to start off with uh, Doom. Doom was a decent tag team. Doom was made up of Ron Simmons and Butch Reed. It was Ron Simmons and it was Butch Reed. Now, Ron Simmons went on to join the APA with, with him and Bradshaw. That was a decent tag team, too. But Ron Simmons was a, a, a good solo wrestler. Butch Reed had some solo time in the WWE. He was pretty decent. But they formed Doom. They used to wear masks. I thought people forgot about him. And Doom was vicious, man. They were two big black dudes that will fuck your ass up. They had some vicious-ass clotheslines. They not making no... Uh, no top 10 list but uh i wanted to mention them because i wanted to mention some of the tag teams that i thought that was good that have been forgot about you know what i'm saying so that's what i wanted to bring up i want to bring up all the good tag teams that i think were good that 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 got forgot about but then i also want to um bring up the great ones and, and the ones that's supposed to be in, in the in the top tens and then the greatest one of all time all right then you got, uh, let me see, um, the Mega Powers. Now, the Mega Powers is not going to make anybody's top 10 tag team list, except that they should, though. The Mega Powers ultimately probably would be the greatest tag team in wrestling history, for real, for real, if they was formulated as a tag team. But they weren't. They were two guys that were just put together for a, a certain amount of time to carry a storyline. But had they actually been a complete 100% tag team, the Mega Powers would have probably been the greatest tag team in WWE history. I mean, just think about it. You had Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage on the same team. Who was going to beat those guys? Who was going to take them down? If they wanted the tag team championships, they would have them, and they would have probably kept them for a long motherfucking time. And they were both great on the mic. They, it would have been awesome to have them have a, a long tag team run, but like I said, they was only thrown together for the storyline, so I don't really count them as a tag team. So I have to um kind of uh leave them out, you know. I, I don't I don't want to, but I kind of got to leave them out. Uh, and then you had the world's greatest tag team. I put this team on my list. I put them in here. I got them in here because. People don't talk about them enough. People act like they didn't exist. People like, and, and y'all might not know some of school y'all. When uh, Kurt Angle had a tag team group that used to be part of his little alliance or, or whatever you want to call it, and it was called the World's Greatest Tag Team, and it was Charlie High and Shelton Benjamin. And they were great. They were a great tag team. Shelton Benjamin is already good. He, like, he's, a, he's the most underrated wrestler I think that WWE have, have ever had. And, um, Charlie Haas was a good technical wrestler, and them two together, white and black guy, it was great. It was great. They were a great tag team. They were cool. They both could wrestle. They were good. They won some championships, and they were under the tutelage of Kurt Angle. And um, they were awesome, and a lot of people don't mention them. 
A lot of people don't mention them, but I do, and I'm, you know, standing on them. And I'm a matter of fact, I'm gonna take a sip to them. Cheers to the uh, world's greatest tag team. All right, uh, let me see what. Um, the natural disasters. The natural disasters was earthquake and tugboat. Well, not tugboat. What was his name? Typhoon. I called him tugboat because he used to be called tugboat before that, and he used to have beef with earthquake. But then Slick, the old manager Slick, got him to trade on Hulk Hogan and turn tugboat into typhoon, and he already joined up with earthquake, earthquake and typhoon. The earthquake was natural disaster, so they had a cool name, and they were two big ass white dudes that was kind of agile that just beat you up. Now, as far as the tag team was concerned, they didn't have no special tag team moves and nothing. They was just big white dudes that beat you up. And they they was cool because they had a cool gimmick and they both stomped around the ring and stuff. It was it was decent. It was fun to see them. It was fun to see them. They not making no 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 top list. And I don't, I don't think that they are are the upper echelon of tag teams, but man, they, they were fun. I enjoy seeing them. I enjoy watching them. I enjoy some of their matches. But, you know, okay, we're going to go off of that. Uh, Los Guerreros. They lie. They cheat. They steal. Now, I put them in because they was a tag team, and I put them in just to respect Eddie Guerrero because Eddie Guerrero was one of the greatest wrestlers ever, and I'm, I'm, I'm sad that we lost that man early, but he was one of the greatest wrestlers ever. But he teamed up with his nephew, Chavo. They became Los Guerreros, and they was good. They was exciting. They was they, they was good wrestlers, but I just, I just, I, I ain't putting them high. I don't, I don't like Chavo Guerrero. I said it. Chavo Guerrero was living off the Guerrero name. I, I never thought he was that good of a wrestler. I never seen him do anything outside of just like being a Guerrero sidekick or whatever. I mean, I enjoyed Vicky Guerrero's time in the WWE more than I enjoyed his. But they were a tag team. They had a good little run, and you, you just gotta respect everything that Eddie did in the ring. And so that's why the Los Guerreros are here. But uh, no, I'm not, I'm not putting them high. I'm not, I'm, I just can't. I, I just cannot, okay? And then you have, uh, what else? Okay, let's go with the Young Bucks. Now, I think that the Young Bucks would be put pretty high on a lot of you people's list. I really do. I really think that the Young Bucks would be up there in the upper echelon with you people, that y'all would have them in the top 10, maybe even top five. I don't know. But for me, the Young Bucks is not going high on my list. They're not in my top 10s as far as the tag team is concerned. I don't really see what the hype is. I mean, they have good matches. I mean, they're exciting. I mean, they, they got, I guess they have everything that you want in a good tag team. I guess they have all of the charisma and all the shit. And they have the matches. They have everything to be high on this list, but um, they just don't. They just, I, I just ain't putting them up there. I just, I just do not really like the young bucks. I'm gonna say, I guess, I, you know what? I think it's hate. I think it's hate. I just think that our plan and simply ain't putting the young bucks high on this list because I hate them. And then, and, listen, uh, hello, hello, cancel culture. Yeah, I didn't mean real hate, goddammit. I don't know them. I don't hate them in real life. I'm not, it's not hate speech. I'm saying I hate them. It's, right. it's fake shit, fake hate, fan hate, fan hatred. It's not real. Thank you, thank you. Okay, I appreciate it. All right, bye. Yeah, like I said, it's not real hate. I don't know them motherfuckers. And I don't hate nobody. I'm a love. And a fighter, but you got to do something to me to make you fight. I'm not just going to fight you for nothing. But anyway, I just don't put them high on my list because it's just 
fan hate. I don't know. I don't care about my like Hollywood blinds, though. I do like. I'm gonna tell you because a lot of people just say a lot of people when they think about Steve Austin, all they know about is all they think about is Stone Cold. All they think about is Can Whoop Ass. All they think about is Austin 316 says I just kicked your ass. All they think about is Can I get a hell yeah? That's all they think about when they think of Steve Austin. And I'm gonna tell you that Steve Austin was a long haired, blind haired dude in a tag team called the Hollywood Blinds as stunning Steve Austin. A lot of people don't remember that. That's where the Stone Cold Stunner came from because he was stunning Steve and he used the stunner because he was stunning Steve, but then it became the Stone Cold Stunner because it became Stone Cold. You know, you get it. But Stone Cold wasn't always a brawler. He was a good wrestler. He was like Mr. Perfect style. He was a technical wrestler. He can get on the top rope. He was good back in his younger days. And he had Brian Pillman with him. Now, I know y'all might not remember Brian Pillman, y'all little young bunch of movies, but Brian Pillman back in his day was great. High-flying Brian Pillman. They called him Flying Brian. And he was teamed up with uh, with, with your boy uh, Stunning Steve Austin, and they were the Hollywood Blinds, and they were a great tag team. They were a great tag team. I just can't put them high on this list because um, they uh, didn't stick around too long. You know what I mean? They had better successes as separate guys. And... Um, and that's just it. But man, I did used to love the Hollywood Blinds, but they're not high on my list. I'm not putting nobody on my list so far. Y'all probably like, who was high on this motherfucker's list? Because they name all these things. Nobody's high on the list. I'm gonna get to them. I'm gonna get to the high ones. Calm the fuck down. All right, I'm gonna get to the high ones. I gotta go low. I'm working my way up. I'm working my way up. The Russians. I used to love the Russians. I did. I love the Russians. Ivan Kolov. Nikita Kolal and big old Crusher Khrushchev. I know I named three people, but they was a tag team because they, they always did tag teams. It was either Ivan and Nikita or Crusher and Ivan or Crusher and Nikita. But most of the time it was Crusher and Nikita, and I liked them. I really did like them. I loved Nikita Kolal for some reason. Nikita Kolal was my man to them. And him and Crusher, they were just big Russians. We were supposed to hate them because they was like, fuck the USA, you know what I mean? We were supposed to hate them, and they was big, and they were strong, and they had the Russian sickle. They called their uh, their uh, clotheslines the Russian sickles. The Russian sickles, and I used to love that shit. I used to call my shit the Russian sickle, my black ass, going around saying, I'll Russian sickle the shit out. And people didn't watch nothing, they didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. And it was funny, but, uh, you know. So the Russian sickle, so it was uh, the Russian thing. Ivan and Nikita Kolov and, and Crusher Khrushchev. And I like them. Is they making the top 10 list? They making the top list? Uh, hell to the no. Or to the no, no, no. Then you got the Rockers. That's the best part about the Rockers was the song. I like that song. I like when they came out. Dun, 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 dun. They had a lot of energy running out to the ring, getting on the top rope. Dun, 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 dun. You know, I like that. That's it. That's all I liked about the Rockets. I did not like them as a tag team. I did not enjoy watching them wrestle. I did not think that they should have stayed together. I, I, I just wasn't um, wasn't a Rockets fan, and I never wanted the Rock. You know, I hate them. Hated them, and it's funny because Shawn Michaels is my favorite. Shawn Michaels is the goat. Greatest wrestler of all time, but as a rocker, nope, nope. I never wanted them to win. 
I never wanted them to win. And when they started fighting with each other, when they started fighting with each other, when they started looking like they was about to break up, when they started having beefs in the ring and all that shit, they wasn't winning no championships. I said, oh, man, they about to break up. I knew they was breaking up. And I said, they go, Sean. They were showing because I started the light show. When they started arguing, they were about to break up. I started the light show. I said, oh, look at Sean. Sean's mad. Sean will fuck Marty up. I knew it. I knew it. And I'm putting the Rockets on the list. And the Rockets did. I mean, they had one of the great storylines. Too bad Marty Jannetty couldn't live up to being the villain in the Shawn Michaels story. But that barbershop super kick is, is heinous. It's heinous. It's a big part of wrestling history. So the Rockets are a big part of wrestling history. But do they make the top tag team list? Do they, do they, are they the GOATs? Fuck no, they ain't the GOATs. Are you kidding me? Now let's talk about the Steiner brothers. That's right, Rick Steiner, Scott Steiner, the Steiner brothers. Now they always been a tag team. I never, I never, I never really known Rick Steiner to be a solo guy. I, I, I mean, I know he was solo a little bit, but I always known them as the Steiner brothers and the Franklin Steiners, and they, they were excellent, man. They were excellent. Rick was more like the powerhouse, even though Scott was big too. But Rick was the powerhouse, and Scott was the, the good technical wrestler. And then he went on, and he uh. He did too much steroids, I think. He went on to become Big Papa Pump. You know, Big Papa Pump had some good years in wrestling. He, I, I think he really went crazy in real life. I ain't gonna lie. I think that, that the whole Big Papa Pump thing with, with Scott Steiner, like, really going crazy in, in real fucking life. But uh, Big Papa Pump was fun, but we ain't here to talk about Big Papa Pump. We had to talk about Scott Steiner when he was a Steiner brother with his brother Rick. And they were cool. They wore the Michigan jackets and everything. And I, I man, look, they were some. That was a good ass tag team. Does it make my top list? It can't. It can't. They can't because they were. I mean, they were good, but I can't put them in that upper echelon. I can't put them in that top ten. I can't. I can't. They're not the goats. They're not the goats. They're not the goats. They're not the goats. And um, so I can't put them up there. But uh, I got a tag team right now that I can put up there. This is the first tag team that's gonna make it to the GOAT tier. Not the GOATs, but they're gonna be on it. They they going up in the list. They're going in the ranks. They're going up there, and that is the Harlem motherfucking heat. Now look, many people probably forgot about Steve Ray because he, he didn't make it that much as a as a solo wrestler. But Booker T done done went on to do some bigger things, and everybody knows about Booker T and the spinner rooney and what Booker had become. But the Harlem Heat was that work, okay? Steve Ray and Booker T, was, they, they had everything because they had the charisma, they had the mic skills, they had the promo. Speaking of the one promo, we know the infamous promo, right? Y'all know the one when Booker said, oh, Hogan, we coming for you, nigga. <laughs> if y'all don't know about that, y'all got to look that up. Booker T messed up, man. He said, nigga, on a, on a, on a promo. and then <laughs> At least he was black, right? At least he was black, but you know... You know how that goes, but you know what I mean? At least he was black, right? Yeah. But yeah, he said nigga on the promo and uh they they caught that, but uh, but Harlem Heat was the best because they could actually wrestle, but they could kick your ass too. Like they could get down with the brawling, they could do whatever you wanted to do. And like I said, they was good on the mic, they had the promos, they was black, and and I and I love the Harlem Heat. And then they tried to revitalize the Harlem Heat, uh I think Booker T left the group and Steve Ray teamed up somebody else to try to bring Harlem Heat back. Didn't work the same, but Harlem Heat, top tier tag team. They going up there. They on the GOAT list. Is they the GOATs? No, but they make the list. Okay. Uh, let's go to 
Nikolai Volkov and Iron Sheik. Nikolai Volkov and Iron Sheik was corny as fuck. I ain't gonna lie, they was corny as fuck. Iron Sheik had some stuff as a solo wrestler. He had the look with the boots, with the curled up boots from Iraq or whatever. Nikolai Volkov wasn't Russian, but he wasn't nothing like the 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 Crush Khrushchev. He wasn't nothing like Nikolai Volkov. He was big, but he was um, I mean not Nikolai Volkov. He was nothing like Nikita Kolov. I'm talking about Nikolai Volkov. He was nothing like Nikita Kolov. He was big, but he was um, he just was oaky, slow, kind of dumb. I didn't like him. Iron Sheik, I didn't like any one of them. I didn't like this tag team, but I got to mention it. I got to mention them because they was a formidable force in the WWE. They did have a long year as tag teams. They did wrestle a lot of guys. And uh, the reason why I really got to mention them is because they are part of my childhood because I knew the Russian national anthem because of Nikolai Volkov. Nikolai Volkov sung that shit before every wrestling match, and I knew it. Now I know that them words are probably not the words, and I know I fucked it up, but I got the rhythm right, I got the pattern right, I got the I got I almost got it. I almost got it. Matter of fact, I might be fucking still right. Because I sung that shit every time. And I look forward to singing it. I look forward to. That's the only national anthem I ever look forward to. Because I don't care about our. That's crazy. I do not care about our own country's national anthem. I'd rather sing the Russian one. And that was because of Nikolai Volkov singing that Russian national anthem every day. Uh, in wrestling. And so I got to give it up to him. But does that group make the top tier of Texas? Hell no. They don't even. They don't even go up. They don't even. They shouldn't even be on any list. <laughs> For real, they shouldn't be on any list. But they are. And, that, and that, they're not making the upper echelon. And then I'm going to name one more tag team. Uh, I, I may have one or two. I got two more tag teams that don't make the upper echelon that's going to be in this first half. And then I'm going to come back. And I'm going to go to the top tag team, the higher up. The, the, the number ones, the ones that should be goaded, the upper echelon of the tag teams is going to be back. But before that, I'm going to go to the two. The last two that I think don't make the GOAT list, the upper echelon, they don't, they don't, they don't make that top tier. The last two that's going to miss it. And the first team that's going to miss it is the Brain Busters. It saddens me to say that the Brain Busters are not going to make it to the upper echelon. They're not going to make it high up on my list. I give it to Arnie Anderson and Tully Blanchard. I know what they did for wrestling. I know they they were a part of the Four Horsemen. And their tag team was formidable. They both were really good wrestlers. Arnie Anderson was muscle. He had the best, uh, what is it called? Shoulder block? Not shoulder block. Uh, I forgot what it's called, but I know his move. You know, whatever. He was good. Tully Blanchard was good. I like what they did when they came to WWE. I like that they were part of the Heenan family. I like them as a tag team. I know they were part of the Four Horsemen. Everything was great with them, but I just can't put them in the upper echelon. The other team that I can't put y'all put in the upper echelon of tag team might make some of you people mad, or it might not. But the New Age Outlaws. Oh, you didn't know? Yours better call somebody. I didn't like that. I didn't like them. I'm an ass man. Burr, burr. 
I like them dudes. I like Billy Gunn. I like uh, the Road Dog Jesse James. I like them as a tag team. They were part of DX. I love that. But the main reason why I can't put them in the upper echelon was because they weren't even the best tag team in their own fashion. That's right. They were in DX. And they, they, they were the only tag team in DX. But then after a while, when DX started breaking up, breaking apart, and going in separate ways, when DX came back, it was always Triple H and Shawn Michaels. <clears throat> And Triple H and Shawn Michaels as a tag team was way better than, than the New Age Outlaws. It was sort of like the Mega Powers again. Triple H, the top guy, Shawn Michaels, the top guy. It was sort of like bringing the Mega Powers back, but for the same reason why the Mega Powers can't make the top list, the same reason why Triple H and Shawn Michaels can't make it. They were just two guys that were put together to bring DX back because the other members of DX couldn't come back. China died. Xbox was uh, out there doing, you know, alleged things. And the road dog had retired and didn't really want to participate. And then the last time they brought the A's back, Billy Gunn, you know, he's with AEW, so they didn't kind of be they weren't able to work that out. You know how that goes. But um Shawn Michaels and Triple H as a tag team was better than the New Age Outlaws. And so I, I, I don't want to put them up on a high echelon, even though they were they were they were um really, really good. Okay. So now, um, that's the first half of the show. Did you like it? Are you enjoying it? Because I'm coming back, and when I'm coming back, we're going to get to the nitty-gritty of the tag teams, okay? We're going to get, when I go into the second half of the show is when I'm going into the tag teams, and then I'll name my GOAT. You're going to know who my GOAT is because I'm not going to say. So as I was saying, you're going to know who the GOAT tag team is because I'm not going to say nothing about them until I get to them. I'm sorry, the audio, it, it, it took a little skip out for a second. But it's back, and I'm back, and everything's fine. Okay, don't panic. Don't panic. But now we're going to get into the upper echelon of the tag team. And we're going to start with the mouth. The mouth. I was about to say mouth. <laughs> oh, I need a sip because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm fucking up, your boy. If I'm drunk, if I'm drunk, if I'm drunk, did you, did you, did you fuck me up? Because I made two mistakes. All right, I'm tired of you. He ain't coming back. Because it's fine. Cause it's fine. He's doing too much. I got to go back to the <laughs> to the regular. But anyway, uh, the Wild Samoans, the Wild Samoans was Alpha and Seeker. They part of the whole bloodline family. They part of the Usos. We've been down since. They part of that. Okay. And they were a great tag team. They were bigger. They were Samoan, but they were just they. They was wild. Their hair was wild. They looked crazy, but they were fucked up. Uh, the only thing I remember about the Wild Samoans is that you're going to get fucked up. You get in the ring with them, and you will, without a shadow of a doubt, get fucked up. It was like Mark Henry's old, uh, old wrestling song. Somebody's going to get their ass kicked. That was when you got the ring with these motherfuckers. And anywhere shoes. You know you you know you went for a fight when a motherfucker don't have no shoes, no socks on, walking these streets. Cutting promos, walking down steps, getting in rings, kicking, fighting, wrestling with no motherfucking shoes on, getting people to stop on their feet and not caring. That's the wild Samoan. Author and Seeker, they will fuck you up. Now, y'all know they on my goat list. They go it. They go it. Are they number one? Y'all know they're not. I just said they wasn't. I'm not going to name number one, but they go it. They up there. I give it to them. And then I move on to the new day. Y'all look, the new day is Coffee Kingston. And uh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I can't even think of his name right now. I had his name on the tip of my tongue. And now I can Elijah Woods. Elijah Woods. Is it Elijah? Yeah. Okay. Elijah Woods, Coffee Kingston. 
Now, you want to throw Big E in there, he ain't part of the group, but if you wanted to go by the tag team, it's Woods and Kingston, okay? And I love them. They're they funny as hell. The gimmick's getting on the stale. They got to come up with a new gimmick, or maybe they got to break up, whatever. But new, they rock. They rock. And they, and they, they're excellent. They're excellent. Kofi's an excellent wrestler. Big E with the muscle, he was excellent. I hope he gets well. He had a neck injury. I hope he comes back. And uh, Elijah Woods is excellent, too. And my funny thing is I thought Woods was going to get a solo push because Kofi got a solo push, won the championship, looked pretty good. I, I thought they were going to give Woods a solo push, but I don't think maybe he wants that because he is a good wrestler. He did win, win uh, King of the Ring, but I don't. they really not pushing him. I don't know if he just doesn't want that or what, but – New Day is definitely up there. New Day can hold their own against any tag team. New Day is funny, excellent on the mic. They got a cool gimmick. They got colorful outfits, whatever. They got booty old cereal. That shit was $9.99. I'm not paying $9.99 for some cereal called motherfucking booty old. My daughters wanted them at one point in time, but I said, no, no. You want some booty old, you better shake that booty. <laughs> it's like, no, no, my daughters is old, though. It's, uh, three of them grown, so I don't want to hear no shit. I, I don't hear no shit. They grunt. But the New Day has to make my top list. The other team that has to make my top list, and y'all might be mad about this. Y'all might be mad about this, but I don't care. I watched them. I watched them fight the Von Erics. I didn't even put the Von Erics on my list, but I watched this team fight the Von Erics. I watched them for a long time, and I love them. And that is the Freebirds. Yeah. Michael P.F. Hayes. And then he had, like, it was a variety of different free birds, but the ones I love was Michael P.F. Hayes and gorgeous Jimmy Garvin. Okay. I like it when it was Michael Hayes and Jimmy Garvin, but there was other renditions of the free birds. Uh, I think it was, um, I think Bam Bam Terry Gordy was part of them at one point in time, whatever. But I like the free birds, and um, I stand on that. I like the way they used to strut to the ring. I like the, how they used to talk, and they used to wear these shirts open with the hamburger meat, fucking chest hairs out. And they thought they were sexy, but they were really like, I don't know, kind of hideous to me. I was just like, oh, these dudes are nasty. They greasy. They they disgusting. But they thought they were sexy, but they still kind of get in that ring. Kick your ass up. Fuck you up a little something, something. So, yeah, I'm going with the fabulous because they was fabulous. The fabulous Freebirds are in my goat of tag teams. They're not number one, but they up there, and I picked them. The other ones. Dum, 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 dum. The British Bulldogs, that's right, the British Bulldogs were um, Dynamite Kid and Davey Boy Smith was. You can't tell me nothing. Uh-uh, you can't tell me nothing. They were powerhouses, but they also could do all the drop kicks, all the flips. They could do everything. I don't know what happened to Dynamite Kid. Dynamite Kid never went on to no other success. Davey Boy Smith had a lot of solo success. He had some great matches with Bret Hart. Davy Boy um, joined, ended up in the Hart Foundation at one point in time. But Davy Boy Smith was uh, a great wrestler. Dynamite Kid was a great wrestler. Them British Bulldogs, great. They used to bring the dog out. Matilda used to come out with him. Yeah, they actually brought a bulldog out to the ring with them. And that was funny. They had some matches with They, they used to chase, <laughs> let Matilda chase uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan around and shit like that. One time they had a match against another team and Bobby the Brain Heenan had to wear like a dog protective suit because he was scared of Matilda um, biting him or whatever. But uh, they had some wars, some wars and some great matches with the Hart Foundation 
to uh, try to win the tag team championships and stuff like that. So, yeah, I got to give it up. I got to say that the British Bulldogs are in my top tier of um, of tag teams. Next, I'm going with down, 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 down. I am the act. And he is the smasher, and we're demolition, a walking disaster. Dum, 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 pain and destruction is coming your way. Bam, 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 bam. That's right. Demolition is going to thump, 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 thump. We're demolition. Down, down, down. Yo, I love demolition. They see now, look, they sold their act a little bit. Not all the way, but a little bit with the face paint and spice. They kind of stole that. A little bit, but they were great. They came out with the mask. They took the mask off. They had the tongues. Their tongues were painted. They were painted. Ah! And they fucked you up at the smash. Let's not talk about Crush. We got to incorporate Crush. Let's not bring Crush in here. Nobody likes Crush, okay? Crush was cool to Crush. He was a Hawaiian dude. And he was corny as fuck. And I don't know why they threw him. I think threw him in demolition because they ain't had nothing to do with him. But nobody liked Crush. Crush was corny. I'm not mentioning Crush. If you put Crush in it, demolition's out. If you put Crush in it, then I take demolition out of my out of my goat tag team list. If you put Crush in it, demolition's out. But without Crush, when it's just X and Smash, that's right. X and Smash was my team, and X had that voice, you know. And Smash, they cut good promos. Demolition was the shit, and they had Mr. Fuji. Mr. Fuji was with him and he was their manager. And so, yeah, Demolition has got to go on my list. Okay? Next team's on my list. I'm going to put them in together, the Expresses. That's right. I call them the Expresses. I'm talking about the Midnight Express and the Rock and Roll Express. They Now, they didn't come up in WWE. They came up in the NWA. But when they was in the NWA back in the day, they had some great matches. Hold on. They had some great, great matches and i mean them teams were great now the midnight express had a lot of guys but when it was Condry and bobby eaton i think that was the best but bobby eaton and stan lane was pretty cool too but uh the midnight express was good and uh rock and roll express was even better ricky morton i forgot the other robert gibson robert gibson and ricky morton they were great they were small guys they jump around flip around them dudes could take a lick and keep on ticking because they used to get fucked up they were small dudes. They used to get fucked up, and somehow they figured out ways to win matches. They had a lot of beef and a lot of fights and a lot of feuds with the four horsemen. But um, I don't. They don't get enough respect. They're one of the greatest tag teams ever. The Midnight Express don't get a lot of respect. They had Jim Cornette with them, and Bobby Eaton was excellent in that ring. Um, Bobby Eaton is probably one of the greatest wrestlers I ever saw wrestle outside of, of the tag team. So them being a tag team, the Midnight Express was great with Bobby Eaton. Uh, Ricky Morton one-on-one, too, like, try to have a little bit of solo success in the WWE. He wasn't that good solo. I mean, he was still a good wrestler, but I guess he couldn't he couldn't get that solo push or whatever I would say. But, um, yeah, the Rock and Roll Express definitely has got to be on the, on the top-tier list. The Midnight Express definitely got to be on the top-tier list. And the next team that definitely got to be on the top-tier list is don't, 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 don't. Yes, right. I'm talking about the Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff Hardy. They got to be on this list. I don't know what. It, I don't even know. Look, look. The Hardy Boys is on this list because I'm going to tell you right now. 
I don't even know where tag team wrestling would be without the Hardy Boys. I don't know where tag team wrestling would be without the Hardy Boys because the Hardy Boys, along with some other tag teams that I'm going to mention later, started like a revolution of tag team wrestling. Because if there was a time during the WWE where we didn't give a fuck about the tag team belts, we didn't give a fuck about the tag teams at all. We were kind of like tag teams, whatever, you know, they, the tag team matches were those matches that won by five minute matches. There, there were the matches when you would literally go, go get a snack. Any wrestling program you was watching when the tag team matches happen, you'd be like, okay, time to go get a snack. And you would go get a snack. And, and, and the Hardy boys became part of a trio of tag teams that said, no, no, do not, do not go get no fucking snack because if you go get a snack, you're gonna uh you're gonna miss what what's about to happen. You know what I mean? You're gonna miss it. So don't go, don't go get no fucking snack. You know what I mean? And so that's what happened. And I'm I'm gonna just go into it. I'm gonna just name them all. the Hardy Boys, the Dudley Boys, and Edgen Christian. They re single handedly revitalized the whole tag team division in wrestling, and it was outstanding. When they had those uh, those tag team ladder matches, oh my God, the things they were doing to each other. Now look, I'm putting the Dudley Boys up here, but you know what I didn't think? You know what I did? I underestimated them Dudley Boys. I did, I did, because I knew them from ECW, and I loved them in ECW, and I always thought like they can't come to WWE. I, I always said that the Dudley Boys are not going to be successful in WWE because ECW style was like wreckage, like doing damage, like you know what I mean, extreme. Fuck you up, Dolly boys getting the tables and, and putting people through tables and doing all kinds of extreme crazy shit. And the WWE at the time wasn't on that. I mean, they wasn't really on that. And I was just like, the Dolly boys can't do that here, can they? But then when they came there, I was like, okay, they're here. But who are they going to fight with? You know, all the big guys, all the major tag teams were going. And then they were like, oh, the Dudleys versus the Hardys. And I'm like, the boys versus the boys. I'm like, but the Hardys are small. I was like, no, that's not right. The Dudleys can't get vicious on the Hardys, and I didn't know. I didn't know. And then you throw in Edge and Christian. Now, Edge and Christian came from the Brood, and the Brood wasn't really attacking. Like, the Brood was like a faction that worked for The Undertaker, and it was cool and all, but I don't count that. I don't really count that as part of their tag team history. I, I just skip over the Brood, and I count them as a tag team, and Edge and Christian, too. You threw them in the mix, and I was just like, Edge and Christian, aren't these the guys that, like, stopped and posed for, uh, you know, pose to get pictures with the fans. Are we going to do our poses? And they stopped and froze so that the pictures get, the fans get the pictures. I thought they were kind of goofy, but they've been friends their whole lives, like real life. They're like real life brothers, kind of. Not blood brothers, but real life. They grew up their whole life, and they planned this out. They said, we're going to be WWE stars. We're going to be a tag team. They planned out. They even designed and, and colored in and drew their own fucking outfits and everything. They were ready for this. But I just didn't think that nobody was ready for the Dudleys, but the Hardy Boys was ready. <clears throat> Ed and Christian was ready, and I didn't think the Dudley Boys was going to be able to do this. But yeah, Devon, get the tables, and it was cool. And 3D, 3D is still my favorite, favorite, favorite tag team finisher. I don't care what nobody says. 3D was just great because it was like a, it was like a, 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 a RKO, but with another guy helping out. And the height that they got on some of those 3Ds was outstanding. Like, you got a guy literally jumping in the air and lifting you up over him, higher into the air, and another guy giving you an RKO. Like, uh, yo, the 3Ds were fucking the shit. 
But what made it worse was that they were 3D and motherfuckers through tables. Like it wasn't just a regular 3D, they were 3D and motherfuckers through tables, bro. And it, it, and it was like, the Dully Boys was great because it didn't matter. Anybody could get the smoke. And they was just out there tearing shit up. And the Hardys were great high-flying technical wrestlers. And then Christian was great technical wrestlers, high-flyers. And so when you got all three of them teams together, it was just, that was some outstanding shit. That put WWE back on the map for sure. But it definitely saved the tag team division. And so that's why all three of those tag teams are high on the level. And now I'm going to take time out to give some tag team honorable mentions. And first off, I'm going to honorable mention the RK Bros. That's right, Randy Orton and Riddle. Now, they weren't together that long. They were two guys that were just thrown together. But, man, they were good. They had a lot of success. It was funny how Riddle's a goofball and Randy Orton is kind of serious and they played off each other. But they were both good wrestlers. Riddle was really good. Randy Orton, we know what he is as a wrestler. And we know that he needed a new gimmick because he wasn't in the title picture. So putting him with Riddle was perfect. I like the RK Bros. I love that tag team. I'm going to give a shout out to the Alpha Academy too. Because Otis and, and Chad Gable are cracking me the fuck up every week. They're doing good. He really made Otis a, a, a real cool character. I love them. They're great. Uh, whatever tag teams I want to shout out. And then they had the old tag teams. Like they had the Rougeau Brothers, which, you know, they were cool. Now they were Canadian. They were cool. They had the Killer Bees. Killer Bees were so corny. I don't know why people like them. They had on them B shorts. They were, I guess they were good wrestlers, but I don't know who they was outside of the Killer Bees shit. But they were they were good wrestlers. Um The Brothers of Destruction. Undertaker and Kane were like two, they were like the mega powers or or, or the DX. They were like two guys that if you really had them as a tag team, I don't know how they could be beat. But like I said, they were just thrown together. They weren't together that long, but I do got to give them, you know, a little bit of honorable mention because they were the tag team. Uh, the Colossal Connection, Andre the Giant and Haku, they won the tag team championship. And they were, uh, they had some real big feuds with Demolition and stuff like that. They were good. Uh, Rick DeMondo Martel and uh, and Tito Santana with the Pan Am Connection or whatever they were called. They were decent. You know, uh, they won some matches or whatever. They were good. I forgot what they were called. No, they went to Pan Am. They were, they were called Strike Force or something like that. I think it was Strike Force. And then Jim Powers became part of Strike Force too. And they were they were decent. Decent little tag team. Oh, uh, they were all right. Um, the Bushwhackers. I don't know. Bushwhackers were corny as fuck. They weren't a good tag team, but they were two funny dudes. I liked them, and, and they were funny. And so I'm gonna just uh, I'm gonna just say cool. Um, who else? Oh, um, Brutus Beefcake and uh, and Greg the Hammer Valentine. I forgot what they were called. I forgot what they were called, but I liked them when they were a tag team together. They was cool. They were both good solo wrestlers, so they made up a decent um tag team. Big John Thud and King Kong Bundy. They tagged up a lot. They were a good formidable tag team. I'll give them some uh, some honorable mentions. Uh, and who else can I think of? Let me see. Let me see. I think that's it. I think that's the only honorable mention tag teams that I could uh. Still out there. I'm not doing any women tag teams because I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, if I okay, if I'm even going to do a women's tag team, I'm gonna do Sasha and Naomi because I, that was the greatest tag team in women's history. Like Sasha and Naomi putting them two together with Naomi still and and who and Sasha Banks with the boss. I thought that them two being a tag team was great, so I throw them in there. I'll give Sasha and Naomi some honorable female tag team mentions. Now it's time. Now it is time to go to 
the greatest. The GOAT. The GOAT. Ha ha. No, it's not. No, it's not. Cause I see all y'all looking at me. All of y'all knew to deal with the same thing that I left off this list. And y'all, y'all probably were thinking it's two, right? It's two left, right? It's two that should be on here. Y'all, y'all probably had a guess of who the GOAT was, but yeah, y'all, y'all know it's two, right? Y'all know it's two. And I'm going to say this. The first one I'm going to mention is going to tell you who the GOATs are, but the first one I'm going to mention is the Heart Foundation. That's right, the Heart Foundation. Brett, the Hitman, Heart, and Jim, the Anvil, Nine, Heart. They were the tag team of the 80s going into the 90s. They were it. They were the business. Okay, Brett Hart was cool. The cool guy with the shades, the technical wrestler, knew all the moves. The Hitman, Brett Hart was cool. They wore pink. They made it cool to wear pink, and everybody liked the pink, and everybody liked the hearts on And the Anvil was just crazy. You know what I mean? He had the beard, and he used to pull the beard down. Ah, the Anvil was crazy. And him and Brett Hart, man, they was a formidable tag team. Brett Hart had all the wrestling down. The Anvil was the powerhouse. They worked together. They even Their, their finisher was even a, a, a tag team move. It wasn't great. But it was a tag team move to finish you. They fought with everybody. Demolition. You know, they they fought the Brain Busters. You know what I mean? They fought Haku and, and the Collapse Connection. They fought all of the good tag teams back then before Bret Hart went on to uh, have his great solo career and all that. And, and you got to think that one of the greatest wrestlers of all time was in a tag team first and built his name on being in a tag team and was excellent with it. So shout out to the Hart Foundation now. They was number two right now, but I don't... I, 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 I'll put them at nine. I can put them at nine or ten. I can put them behind Edge and Christian. I can put them behind the Dudley Boys. I can put them behind the Hardy Boys. I could probably put them behind the Rock and Roll Express, maybe ahead of the Midnight Express. But they in that top ten. They in the top tier just because I named them second to second to the number one doesn't mean I, I have them second. But they in that top tier. But y'all know it. Y'all know who's the number one tag team. Y'all know who's the greatest tag team of all time. Y'all know who it is because everybody feared them they was damn near unbeatable they put on some great matches and they went from nwa to wcw to wwe and everywhere they went they was dominant and everywhere they went people loved them and everywhere they went they were just the best and they were big guys they were strong guys but they could move they could wrestle they had skills they had charisma they had everything you need i just and every Every time you saw them, you were just in awe. You were just in all of them. And they can go into any match. They had a skyscraper. They had a scaffold match with the skyscraper where they actually wrestled on top of scaffolds over top of the ring before. And I mean, you wanted to brawl, you could brawl. You wanted to wrestle, you could wrestle. They could do anything you wanted to do. They could beat any tag team. They were the greatest. And y'all know what I'm talking about. And y'all know it because I'm going to give y'all one clue. When y'all hear it, y'all going to know what my name said. Oh, what a rush. That's right. I'm talking about the Legion of Doom. The Road Warriors. That's right. The Road Warriors. That's right. Hulk and Animal. Hulk died, you know. God rest his soul. But uh, Hawking Animal were the Road Warriors, and man, look, look, you didn't want no smoke. Nobody didn't want no smoke with them for real. I don't care who you was. I don't care how you got down. You did not want no smoke with these dudes, and they didn't give a fuck. They fought the Four Horsemen. They fought everybody. They they, they fought Demolition. They just, them two dudes was great. They had a great gimmick. Demolition kind of stole their gimmick a little bit on the lower level, though, but they had a great gimmick. They came out with the spiked shoulder pads and shit. The old water rush, they had the faces painted and everything, and they was just fun. They was just fun to watch, but they was going to fuck you up. They had some great matches. 
I just, I just can't, I just can't imagine a tag team better than them. You know what I would have loved if they would have been able to really get down with like the brothers of destruction, with like Kane and Undertaker. You know what I mean? Because their matches with Crusher, Crusher, Khrushchev, and Nikita Koloff back in the day. You know what I mean? They had matches with everybody. They were in for a long time, just wrecking shop. You know what I mean? But I would have loved to see them versus Kane and the Undertaker. That would have been some. That would have been man oh man that would have been some good shit. but that's who it is it's the road words and anybody that wants to say it ain't the road words i don't i don't know what i don't know i don't want to talk to you like just go ahead and, and not not speak to me just get away from me i don't love you i don't want nothing to do with you but that's it so that's it that's the list these are the goat tag teams some of them with gold some of them with brought up as great tag teams some of them with honorable mentions or whatever but that is it and now I'm going to go after this and go on TikTok. I'm going to record snippets from this. I'm going to put them on TikTok. And anybody who wants to argue with me can come over here and watch it on YouTube or listen to it on Spotify. And that's it. I'm done with it. And with that being said, this is the end of my episode. And I enjoyed this one. Thank you for listening. If you're listening, thank you for watching. If you watched it. And, and go ahead and um, follow your boy. Like, subscribe. It's free. Subscribe to my YouTube. Subscribe to my Spotify. It's free. Just do it. Let's do it. Um, um, shout out today. I'm going to give a shout out to a starting five podcast. And if y'all didn't know, if y'all didn't hear the news, I have actually become an official member. Thank you. Thank you. Your boys doing big things. Your boys doing big things. I have become an official member of the starting five podcast. So after you come over here, you can go over there and hear some more of me along with other brothers that, that, that think they're good as I am. They ain't though, but they think they are, but they doing good. They doing good. They know I'm not. I'm not going to hate them to pump me up. I'm just saying I'm a member of a new group, Starting Five Podcast, so go over there and check them out. Listen to them. They're a little bit more, the, the topics over there is a little bit more serious than me. I'll be over here fucking around, you know, I'll be drinking and shit. But, <laughs> so you can go over there and listen to them. And with that being said, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching and peace.